Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. This is show number 57, and my name is Andrew Murata, host of the show. Welcome, everybody, and this is our primetime special. The first time uh, we are recording later in the evening. Uh, I met with a friend recently, and he said, Andrew, uh, uh, you know, getting some live viewers to the show here on Facebook and more eyes and ears, you know, give it a shot at night. So, uh, it is 8.30 uh, at night, and uh, we are live on Facebook and certainly going to get to iTunes uh, soon enough. But this is the first time we are uh, going at this late at night. I'm here in the home studio upstairs in the attic, and uh, I added a little something tonight. Uh, so we got our background here. I added my Guilford College banner. I might have to tweak it a little bit. We're going to talk to our guest about his college days at Ashland University in a little bit. But I added uh, Guilford for my buddies. Uh, who I will be seeing at the end of the week here, uh, uh, Guilford College. So it is show number 57, and welcome, everyone. Today's guest coming up in a few minutes is superstar principal and first-time author Jay Billy uh, down in Lawrence Township, New Jersey. Uh, very excited to have Jay on. We're going to talk about his book here, Lead with Culture. Uh, Jay's going to tell the story of, of how we got hooked up with Dave Burgess and their group, uh, the Teach Like a Pirate group. And uh, this is a, a, a guide in the series of the pirate books. And it's it's great. Uh, Jay uh, was introduced to me by my sister, Susie Prof at Susie Prof. I know she's watching uh, probably her Yanks and us at the same time. Uh, but talking about the concept of a PLN, your personal learning network. Uh, people that you connect with online and, and through social media. And Jay was one of those people, uh, again, who was nice enough to come on the program here, uh, share his story. And we're going to talk about his book. For those here in the Northeast, we're going to be starting school in two to three weeks. Some people are right before Labor Day. Some people are afterwards. Um, but hopefully tonight's program and today's program will be uh, invigorating for you if you're a school teacher, a school leader, school administrator. Uh, hopefully you will get something uh, out of today's show. And um, again, we're going to meet Jay Billy in just a few minutes. So tonight's opening concept, uh, we're going to talk about culture, right? Culture matters. And again, here's Jay's, Jay's book here, uh, Lead with Culture, What Really Matters in Our Schools. And we're going to go into a lot of the things that Jay talks about. All of the different chapter titles are Culture matters. Expectations matter. Learning and thinking matter. Enthusiasm, joy, community, celebrations, um, honesty, evolving. I love that. I'm going to ask Jay about that. Um, being a connected leader and relationships. They all matter. And uh, I was away on vacation this past week and I had a chance to sit down and read the book. It's a fast read. It's, it's If you're an educator, if you're a school leader, uh, it, it flies because we live this life. And so many of these things in the book were just great, great concepts about creating a great school and becoming a great educator. Um, and putting it all together, the word care came to me. Uh, for those that know me, those that have been listening to the program, they know I call Success Hotline. My friend, Dr. Rob Gilbert, I uh, learned a lot from Dr. Rob. And, and uh, um, Dr. Rob talked this weekend on the hotline about care, right? Getting people to care. So if you run a for-profit company, you know, the care, right? Someone might work really hard to make some more money, right? Um, but how in, in our business of education how do you get people to care? There's no financial bonuses, right? There's no extras for, for teachers that do an exceptional job. It's that, that inner care uh, and, and uh, the love of kids and, and creating that, that'll move everything forward. And, and so many of those concepts um, that Jay talks about in the book here, uh, lead with culture, lead to caring, 
right? Getting people to care, creating a, a fun environment for kids that get the kids to care for school. Uh, one of the things we're doing at, at my school is trying to improve our graduation rate and, and do a better job of getting kids to graduate high school. Excuse me. Um, so we are trying to get some more kids to care and you don't get kids to care by creating more policies, right? More punishments. If, if they don't come to school or they don't do their work, punishing them more, in my opinion, is not going to get kids and parents more to care. It's creating an environment where school uh, kids want to be, right? How many times you see images of kids running out of school the last day of school, they want to get out of there. We're trying to create schools that kids are dying to get into. And Jay has certainly done that at Slackwood Elementary. And we're going to ask him about uh, joining his new school uh, here momentarily, uh, the Ben Franklin School, both down there in, in Lawrence Township. So uh, I also want to share something else. This is the uh, Port Jervis Life. This is a new magazine that comes out in Port Jervis. That's my school district in my neighboring town up here in uh, Port Jervis, New York. And this was the summer issue. And it has a, features a number of our graduates. And uh, in here, the valedictorian, uh, last year's valedictorian, Marcia Kausch, going to Syracuse University. Uh, she wrote, there's a section in here, last words for Port Jervis High School. And again, this was from our valedictorian of last year's graduating class. She wrote, thank you. Not a lot of people care. Sometimes they lose their humility. But we have good people that work here. Many teachers and administrations and administrators still really care about their students. And I read that again this weekend. The timing of all this was like, oh, my God, this is great. From Marcia Cal talking about the care. And this is the number one ranked student in the school uh, talking about care. Another resource I use um, and if you're an educator, you might want to write this down. This is the Marshall Memo. Uh, I sign up for this. I get it weekly. And it's really a collection of articles and, and different things uh, for educators, concepts, ideas, quotes. And, uh, um, again, that's the Marshall Memo. You can find that at marshallmemo.com. Uh, but the first article was written by John Sapphire on what teachers look for in school administrators. And it talks about respect, results. Uh, good decision-making, honesty. And uh, the last one, he writes here, I trust that you will act in a caring and compassionate way by showing kindness in the little things, being generous generous, and going the extra mile to show considerations to ind individuals. And again, it's about the care. And in creating a great culture, you have a lot of adults, a lot of people that care. Good things are going to happen uh, with those. And that's what I'm going to talk to Jay about. Uh, the concepts in his book of all of those things, culture, expectations, learning and thinking, et cetera, et cetera. Um, makes me think of the great quote, right? Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, this quote's been and, uh, given to a lot of different people, but the most on Google was certainly Teddy Roosevelt. People don't care how much you know, unless they know how much you care. So, my kids got their uh, letters home from their elementary school today about who their teachers are going to be. Jay talks about that in his book about creating a buzz about their teachers, right? And they got the letters and they were so excited. I got so-and-so. I got so-and-so. And all the things that that teacher does to make kids feel special and make kids care and want to come to school. So that was a nice thing uh, for my wife and I today. Um, to get those letters and, and hear that excitement in our children's voices. So uh, before we bring Jay on, a little commercial. Uh, if you are liking the podcast and you are liking what you are hearing, please leave me a review on iTunes. Uh, that would be super awesome. And uh, if you're liking my book, um, and certainly Jay's book we're going to get into today, leave us a review on Amazon. We're principals by day and, and authors by the rest of our time. Uh, but those reviews on Amazon and those reviews on iTunes uh, go a long way. So certainly I've asked family and friends to do it. But if you're enjoying uh, the podcast and uh, what, what you're seeing here, please leave me that review and certainly uh, connect on Twitter. We're going to talk to Jay a lot about Twitter today at Andrew Murata 21 uh, is my Twitter handle. And certainly can check things out at andrewmurata.com as well. So a little commercial there. Uh, but we are going to bring Jay Billy into the broadcast. Let me click on here and make sure I get this right. Bam. There he is. Hey, how are you? 
Day, welcome to the program. And uh, again, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Thank you for having me, Andrew. I'm excited to do this. I hope you can hear me well enough. And uh, um, yeah, I, I love talking about education. So this will be a great, great time for us tonight. You know, Jay, I'm here in the home office. I got my little background here, but your background is pretty cool. You're in mm -hmm. your office right now at work. Is that correct? I, I am. Yeah, I, I don't live far from my school, so I figured it's just easier to come up here and uh, do it um, in the place that I uh, I work. And this is my new office. Yeah, I uh, you'll see the, all the hats in the background. Yeah, have, tell me about that, Jay. What is that? So I don't, I don't know. One day, probably five years ago, a kid brought me a hat to wear um, and I started wearing it at bus duty. And then the next day I had a different hat. And now I own probably 70 hats. Um, so yeah, so every day the kids expect to see me outside wearing something different, um, you know, from uh, just a baseball hat to even more complex shark and wolf and tiger and antelope. And yeah, I got a little, a little of everything. So it just depends how I feel in the morning, but they let me know if I forget to put it on before I run out the door for bus duty. That's for sure. <laughs> that's worse than a memo from the superintendent. Those kids getting on that's right. Well, That's right. Everyone, this, this is Jay Billy. Jay is an elementary principal in uh, Lawrence Township, New Jersey. Jay is also a first-time author, and uh, here's his book. Oh, let me get that. Lead with Culture, uh, What Really Matters in Our Schools, and uh, very happy to have Jay on the program. And Jay, you're talking about the hats there and uh, those kids. Tell me about writing this book, and, and where did this all come from? Well, I've been, um, you know, I, I think for some people, your whole life, you, you think, oh, I'd like to write a book, but I don't know what I'd write about. Um, so I, I, I was presenting with uh, actually uh, my friend and author of Lead, a co-author of uh, Lead Like a Pirate, uh, Beth Huff. We were presenting at a conference on school culture, talking about school culture. And, and you know, we did a whole presentation and I had done the presentation a couple of times. And um we, were, we just got talking and then um, talked to Dave Burgess and we're like, you know, this kind of should be a concept for a book. Um, you know, and, they're, and they said, well, do you want to write this? And I said, well, I kind of live it every day. So sure, I'll, you know, I'll give it a shot. I, I you know, I think my whole life I thought, I mean, I've done, I've been a principal for a long time and, and you know, been in the business for a long time. And I thought, you know, I'd like to write about something, that, but something people would care about. Um, I have a lot of stuff I could write about that I think is hilarious, but <laughs> I don't know anybody would be interested in it except for the people I might work with directly. So, um, you know, we took took what basically the the culture matters theme that you know the different things you can do to build school culture, and then I just started writing and putting down my thoughts and ideas of of what I felt was important and and. You know, just like back when you were in school, you know, kind of making an outline. As I as things would happen in school, I'd write some things down and say, "Oh, this happened and this happened, and we're going to go here." Yeah, and I can use this and this, and you know, this story kind of leads into the, into those ideas. So, that's that's how it all began. And Jay, you know, you write the book, right? You put it out there, and you kind of, you know, we're usually the ones giving the feedback as principals. But what kind of feedback are you getting uh, from the book? Actually, it's been pretty good. I mean, obviously, you know, you said at the beginning about Amazon reviews and, and I've had um, good Amazon reviews. People have been very, very nice. Um, but more than that, the feedback on um, social media has been um, pretty amazing. Um, a, a couple groups right now, there's a Voxer group doing a book study on my book. There's another, um, uh, Boses is doing a book study on my book right now. Um, actually is going on right at this minute um, on Twitter and Facebook. Um, right now, while you're yeah, on the program. Yeah, yeah. What's, so, that, what's that hashtag? We want them watching here, but what's that hashtag? Yeah, let me find it for you real quick here. Hold on. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> let me find it. Um, here it is. Hashtag Bosey's Leads. Hashtag Bosey's Leads is, um, yeah, they're doing a book study right now and um, throwing out some questions. Um, it's been going on. But you can answer them at any time because, like I said, uh, it's on Facebook. And so if you go to the hashtag Bosey's Leads on Facebook or um, on Twitter, you'll see questions about Chapter 10 going on right now. So 
Um, but yeah, yeah, we had we had several viewers watching here online, and and the number just dropped, so they must have <laughs> they must have went to that. <laughs> yeah. Jay, um, you know, writing this book, uh, in the book, you talk about you know seeing Dave Burgess, um, you know, from Dave Burgess Consulting and Dave Burgess Publishing. You you talked about when you saw him live and what the impact had on you. Tell us that story about seeing Dave and and what that did to your thinking about being a principal and a school leader. So I, I was, I've been a principal for um, probably about eight, 17, 18 years um, at different schools. And um, in 2013, 14, I read Teach Like a Pilot, um, written by Dave Burgess. And I love the book. I couldn't put it down. Um, I love the ideas. And I had the opportunity with a couple um, principal, uh, vice principals from the high school and some other friends of mine to go see Dave, just do a, a two hour presentation up at um, Manville High School in New Jersey. He was doing presentation. They said, you can come $20, go see him. And so I was like, let's go. I want to see this. And after seeing him, uh, he's passed so passionate and so, um, so creative in the way he engages the people in the audience, as well as I'm sure when he was teaching, back then he was still teaching in the classroom. It just made me think that um, it was really time for me to kind of drop that persona of the the principal, the normal principal. You know, I always wear tie to work. I always, you know, I always get you know dressed like professionally and all those things. But I, there were things that would happen on a daily basis that I would go like, "Wow, um, that's funny," but I didn't enjoy it. You know, I wasn't enjoying it for, for all the kids and all the things. And I wasn't making school more enjoyable. Again, I always thought I was doing a pretty good job, but but after seeing Dave, I realized that there was a need for me to um, not only step outside the box a lot more, but to um, empower my teachers and the kids that I work with to really um, step outside the box to make them help them as as they talk about you know enjoy school so much that. The kids are running into school, the teachers are running in school, and the families are running in school. Um, I learned that, you know, it's okay to be that guy that, that acts a little differently. I mean, I was always a little crazier than the other ones. You know, it's always good, to, especially you work in high school, you know, that you always need to let them know that they're just a little bit crazier than they are. So, so but I think that they felt um, when the teachers saw me start, like I said, putting the hats on, doing things a little differently and really bringing that culture of um, risk-taking into the school, it made our school uh, such a better place and it really made it into more of a family. And the parents um, enjoy coming to, to our school. They enjoy see what, seeing what's going on. I made the principal's office a place where people weren't afraid to come to. Um, it, it's a place where um, kids come and have lunch with me. You know, they have lunch with me or, or we just sit down and talk, or they don't feel f funny walking in, um, uh, because it's it's a place where I'm there for them, and they feel accepted, and for whoever who, whoever they are, and it's okay to take those chances to be a little different. Jay, in in listening to you talk, and we had a chance to talk a little bit before, but again, making schools where kids want to be in, right? You talk about joy, right? Joy matters. You know, specifically, you talk about them in the book. You, you mentioned some of the things you're doing. But for those that haven't read it yet, and again, here it is, Culture Matters, uh, Lead with Culture. Um, specifically, what are some of the things that you're doing? It's an elementary school, but what are some of the things you're doing to make it joyful? Well, again, um, the first thing and the most important thing as, as a school leader, um, I need to be, be out there greeting those kids every day. I, you know, and like I said, the hats, they, they come looking to see what I'm wearing. They want to see that, that, and, and it puts a smile. They, you know, they come around the corner in the bus and they want to see what, what Mr. Billy's got on at, that day, whether I, whether it's a hat or a silly costume or something like that. I want to do that. The other thing, I, as I said, empowering the teachers to, you know, it, that it's okay to have fun in school, you know, um, last year, one of the, one of the paraprofessionals in the building brought his guitar in and just started playing in the middle of the hallway um, right before the holidays. Well, you know what? Some, some places they wouldn't feel comfortable doing that, but I've, you know, I've 
So, you know, I tell them, you know, bring joy. If you're putting a smile on kids' faces, okay, you know, and playing his guitar in the hallway, and the next thing you know, there's 150 kids, classrooms emptying out, kid, kids singing songs with, with them, you know, that's, that's a joyful moment to me. Um, you know, um, celebrating successes and failures and really like empowering the kids to understand that it's okay, you know, as long as you take that failure and learn from it, you know, and, and celebrate the, the work that's put in, not just the A in, in, or the grade in the, in the classroom, but really ce celebrating the work. And um, if kids are doing the best they can and we're empowering them to really think and, and create, then, you know, that brings joy. That, that brings joy to me. That brings joy to our school. Um, you know, Jay, let me, let me jump in on that, on sure. that question. You know, I'm a high school administrator. You're working in an elementary school. Do you think some of that stuff will work at the secondary level as well? Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I worried about that when I wrote the book, but, but again, everything that, that I share um, comes from a story. Uh, as I said, I've, I've worked at actually every level of education. Um, and yes, um, I, I believe that um, in a different way, you know, but it's okay to be the nerd or be the oddball and sh share that with, with people and people celebrate that, you know, it's okay to um, have a dance party. I know it works. I, you know, like I said, my, my friend Beth, who's Beth Huff, who's the co-author co of Lead Like a Pirate, she's at a middle school, um, you know, and the disco ball goes out some mornings when people are feeling a little, little low and the music starts up and kids are walking into school and, and you know what, it's okay. It's, you know, again, it brings that joy, um, makes them excited to come into school. So that's, you know, and you know, every school should have a disco ball, just so you know. Yeah, I love it. I agree with you. We've done some of those things at, at, at my school. And, and again, like music, just something different. Um, we create some different themes and, and that kind of stuff. So uh, I agree with you. Uh, that passion, that enthusiasm, it's contagious, right? And I talked about in the opening concept, making people care. Uh, I think all of those things, you know, that's what kids are going to remember. Adults want to be there. So I agree with you. Another thing you're doing, in, you know, getting in the learning, right? The uh, the Teach Like a Pirate days. Uh, again, for those that are not on the pirate bandwagon, you know, and, and, and all the things that are happening with Teach Like a Pirate and, and Lead Like a Pirate, what are, what are the Teach Like a Pirate days in your school and what do they mean for your kids? Okay, so really quickly for, for people who don't know the pirate, pirate is an acronym. It's not about being a pirate. Um, you see the pirate stuff that I have. I mean, but that, that all symbolizes that the P is for passion, the I is for immersion, the R is for rapport, the A is for ask and analyze. And each of those has a whole um, background for it. T is for transformation and E is for enthusiasm. So pirate is an acronym and it goes for that. Um, I teach like a pirate day. Uh, in the elementary school, would look different than in the secondary school. But basically, um, I we, we open up the, the school. We try to pick a day that's one of those um, days that's usually, um, you know, right before break or, you know, um, parent-teacher conferences, shortened day. So, so you know, it's not throwing, you know, the, the, the routines into too much of a, a flux. But really what it is, is teachers get to um, something they're passionate about. So pa they have content passion, they have pedagogical passion, and then they have personal passions. And I encourage my teachers to bring their personal passions into work and share them with the kids. So maybe I'm, maybe you're, um, I have a teacher who owns a horse farm. So she brought some horses to the school. Or I have a teacher who loves to knit. So she'll do uh, a whole afternoon lessons on, on knitting. And then kids get to choose during that time what they go to. So it's kind of like a, a, a mini ed camp type thing where the kids get, run around and do that. Um, with the younger kids, we do a rotation. So it's not as much choice but they all get to do something and the teachers are sharing their passions. Um, other days, kids will identify the, you know, things that they're passionate about and we'll set up groups, you know, group of kids want to learn about chess. So we'll do that. And other kids just love to read books. There's a whole area where kids can go read books and, and just read for that 45 minutes or an hour or two hours, you know, to do that. And other kids love to, to play sports and they'll get to go out and play sports. 
so that that we acknowledge their passions and the things that they're passionate about outside of maybe school and um, do that. Again, the comments are always, God, that was the best day ever. You know, that was, that was the best day ever. And again, I know it's extra work for the teachers, but it really has, um, it, having those days throughout the year um, gives, gives me something to look for. I actually did one where I, t I told the teachers, mm -hmm. guess what? All you gotta do is just be there. And I invited central office down to, to um, share their passions. And my superintendent even came down. She she um, she was a, a um, chemistry teacher, and she did a whole forensics lesson with a, my third grade, you know. And they were so into it, doing fingerprinting and you know finding out who stole Mr. Billy's cape, you know. And it was a whole, it was a whole thing, you know, finding out who it was. It was like a whole thing. But they had so much fun doing it. Uh, one day, I took the whole third grade, um, which is about seventy five kids, and we did a whole scavenger hunt using iPads and QR codes um, to find out. It, it was really a history lesson, but it, you know, we, they went around the school running around. I, I posted signs out in the woods even, you know, where they, they had to go and find these QR codes to bring all the clues back and then solve a puzzle. So again, fun stuff that we share our passions, you know, and, and um, that's such an important part. Uh, I, I often say every kid's a genius it's just you have to find that passion, that thing that they're they're a genius in. Well, Jay, we're approaching nine o'clock here on the on the East Coast, and, and I know you had a full day of work, but you, you can't fake the passion. This is real. You are so into it, and, and I admire that uh, enthusiasm. Uh, again, that, that is fantastic, Jay. I want to I want to ask you know uh, a personal question. You know, in the book here, again, here it is: Lead Like a Pirate. You, you mentioned you know the dedication you know to your parents. Uh, and you use the word unconditional love. And ironically, I, I said the same thing about my mom uh, in, in the dedication of my book. Uh, we could say a lot of things about our parents, but that word is very special to me. And can you tell me, you know, what made you pick that word? And, and uh, uh, you wrote, I miss you, mom. So I'm guessing that your mom is no longer with us. And uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. would you share that story yeah. and, and what made you pick that word? Okay, so I'm going to try to keep it together here, Andrew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, because actually I just buried my father this weekend. Oh. Um, yeah. So, um, wow. Yeah. It, I they, didn't know that Jay. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. Uh, um, yeah, he, 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 uh, he lived 18 years past my mom. So 18 years ago, my mom passed away. Um, she had ALS, um, mm. you know, not to put in a cheap plug, but anybody, um, has ever seen anybody that had ALS. It's the worst disease anybody could ever have. Um, so just keep fighting the fight and supporting that, those causes. But um, anyway, they, they, they were there. Like I said, the one, the one lesson I learned from them is always show up. You know, they, they showed up for everything. I traveled around the country um, when I was in college and high school wrestling. And uh, they were, you know, no matter what, they would show up. They would be there. They, they just... You know, they loved all, I have two sisters. They loved all three of us unconditionally. We all had our good and our bad times in our lives, but they, um, they, you know, they just were always there and they, they're always supporting us and loving us. And, um, yeah, I was, um, I felt like, I felt like I needed to acknowledge that. So that's kind of yeah. where that came from, you know? Well, so. God, God bless you. I'm so sorry, uh, Jay, to, to hear that. And, but uh, they got to be proud of the work that you're doing for kids and certainly writing that book. And uh, at least your dad got to see it, right? Yes. Yeah, he did. He did. So. Jay, who, you know, you obviously are a great leader. Um, you mentioned your parents. Who are some other people that you would consider mentors? And, you know, what are some of the things that you learned from them? Well, I, I've actually worked. Um, I worked with a lot of great leaders. Um, my, you know, coaches in college and high school. I learned from, um, you know, as far as leadership goes, uh, some of the things you learn, you'd say, well, you know, I wouldn't do it that way. So, that, you know, <laughs> excuse me, but oftentimes, you know, just um, the, I had, uh, when I first became a, a vice principal, I worked for uh, a principal, Jean Radimer over at Mercer County Special Services and her, her organization and her ability to look into the future really helped me to to formulate my um my how I wanted to organize my school and my ideas, and then I um worked when I moved over here to Lawrence Township. I worked for um the director of student services, Chris 
Christine Denny, and she, um, she just she she let me be me, and that that was so important. Um, really, kind of taking my work ethic and guiding me in the right direction. However, letting me you know make decisions and do things, and actually both both of them really kind of let me do. I you know my first vice principal job. Um, I was, it was at a school that I was already working in. And so they needed somebody to come in and, um, it, it was a school for troubled kids. So, um, you know, I worked there, I, I was handling, I was doing it every day, but they needed somebody to kind of be in charge of behavior. And, um, she, Jean, Jean Radimer, you know, I came in and I said, you know what, if you let, you know, trust me and let me do it. I, you know, I promise I'll make you, you know, make it good. And she did, she trusted me. She guided me when I was, you know, get a little off, but most of the time she just let me do it and trusted that, that I was going to, you know, make good decisions for these kids and for, for the family. So it was, um, yeah, those are, those are a couple of the leaders that, that really did it. But like I said, I mean, a lot of it came through sports and coaching too. I have to say, and you know, you know, this, um, I, you know, a lot of who I am is because of the sports and, um, being on teams and, and leading teams and and struggling through that those hard times. Jay, we talked a little bit before that you wrestled at uh, Ashland uh, University in, in Ohio, and um, you know you were a college coach after that. Uh, additional to wrestling, was there other sports that you were involved with, or that was your primary? Uh, well, believe it or not, in high school I was a football player too, um, and then when I went to college, I. At, when I went to Ashland, it was the first time I ever saw lacrosse. And uh, um, I, I have a, a attention deficit issue and I like to hit people. So I learned to play lacrosse in my junior and senior year. I got to play um, varsity lacrosse in college, actually. Um, Very which was, cool. Yeah, which was fun, along with wrestling. Um, but wrestling was, you know, that was my, my love and my passion, really. Um, well, and once I figured out that I wasn't going to play pro football. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> that's where it went. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. And and then you went on and you coached on the the, the college the college level, correct? Yeah. So I coached at American University for seven years and uh, over here at Princeton University for three years. So D one yeah. wrestling that's uh, no joke there. And uh, just so you know, attention deficit is a superpower. It's not uh, it's <laughs> not an true. issue. But my true. my friend uh, Peter Shankman, if you. He's got a great podcast, Faster Than Normal. I'll give him a shout out, but it's a superpower, and you're a superhero. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that I appreciate that. Yep, it is a superpower. It is. Jay, you know, you're doing so many great things. Um, you know, Slackwood Elementary, you know, we're there for seven years, and and I know recently uh, they had a change in leadership, and, and you know, you're not the superintendent there. They, they moved you, and you're going to be joining the Ben Franklin School. Tell me about that transition and you're in your brand new office and you're going to meet a brand new staff. Tell me uh, some of the things that you're feeling with that and some of the things you're planning to do uh, with, with that new school. Well, um, it was, it was a shock. Um, the, the, the principal at Ben Franklin um, decided to leave um, and go do something else. And they had an opening and I, I kind of had a feeling that I might get, talk to about it. Um, I was at Slackwood for seven years. That was my family. And um, so it was a bittersweet move when they said, you know, um, we'd like you to go to Ben Franklin. It was very, um, you know, it, it was very positive as far as the feedback from the, the board of education, from the superintendent, from the, the teachers coming in. It, it, it was positive, but it was hard to leave, you know, the, the people that I've been with for the last seven years, um, building that school with and uh, you know, it, it, we're a family. And um, like I told them, I you know, I didn't I didn't die. I just moved to California, kind of. You know, <laughs> so they'll still still see me every once in a while. But um, but yeah. So I'm in a new place. I'm excited to start the school year. Um, the the good thing is, uh, you know, they've heard they haven't heard my jokes yet. So um, I, I get a chance to to use those over again. Um, <laughs> but. They also hopefully um, are ready to, to uh, kind of kick it hard because I, I, I'm pretty fast motion and pretty, pretty um, I go pretty hard at it. I, I am, well, as you can tell, I'm passionate about what I do and I'm passionate about these kids. 
and making this an amazing school for these kids. Not that they're not. I think it's just going to be different from them. They're not used to getting um, feedback every day. They're not used to getting um, people walking into their classrooms all the time. Um, so it's going to be a change for them. I think they're excited for the change. I know I'm excited to kind of come in here and, uh, you know, have a lot of fun. Have, have, a, have a grand old time and make, the, make this the best school in the state of New Jersey. And Jay, you know, you mentioned again in the book here, you know, all these things matter, right? One of the things is expectations. You know, what are some of your expectations that you're going to share with your staff, whether they've heard this about you or they're going to learn it about you? What are some of the most important expectations that you're going to bring uh, here in September? Well, I actually, um, it's, it's funny you say that because I've been talking a lot about this, you know, as I just said, um, being the best school in the state of New Jersey, that's my expectation. Um, you can't be great unless you talk about yourself as being great. They've heard me say this. Um, I say this to the families too. You know, um, we're not going to be perfect. We're going to have our, our, our little warts and we'll deal with them. But it's important that um, we try to build that collective efficacy, collective teacher efficacy, where everybody believes in everybody. And like I said, it, it comes from the family and the community, as well as the teachers and the kids. We need to speak kindly about each other. Um, you, you talked about caring. Um, there's a chapter in there called Kindness Matters. Um, we need we need to be kind to each other. We need to model that for our kids. We need to bring up kind kids and, and share that. I talk, uh, you know, I talked to the families at the very first meeting I had with all the families about this too. That you know, unless we talk about ourselves in a positive way, you know, we are never going to be the best school. Um, and we have to build that collective teacher efficacy. It takes time. It's not perfect, um, but we have to start building each other up in everything we do, whether it's the kids talking nicely to each other in the hallways or the teachers talking nicely about one another in the hallways. Um, but you can't be great unless you talk about yourself as great. And, and that, that's the first step. It's, that doesn't make you great, but you, can't, you can never get there until everybody's on that same wavelength. Everybody's rowing in the same direction. So I love it. I love it. And I love that picture of everyone in the rowboat uh, doing that. Well, speaking of great, Jay, I, I follow you on Twitter, uh, your Twitter handle, Twitter handle uh, at JBilly2, uh, that's B-I-L-L-Y, and uh, I mean, you are putting great things out there. The Twitter chats are, are, are fantastic. You know, Jay, I'm approaching 100 followers here, and I know it's not about the followers, it's about the content, uh, but that's taking a year to build. You're at 18,000.1, you know, 18,100 followers. That's incredible. That's an incredible thing you've built. Tell me about your Twitter journey and 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 how you got started with that. And and you know when you hit that button, what are you what are your thoughts before you hit that button? Well, uh, I'm like a lot of people um, that weren't you know weren't involved in 2013. I was at a, a conference and I I met um, or I listened to Todd Whitaker speak. Um, and one of the first things he said was, if you're not on Twitter. You're missing opportunity at the best professional learning um, you can get. I, at that time, I had been a, 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 on Twitter for two years. I had 20 followers. Those were the 20 people that the workshop that taught us how to get on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I opened up my phone and I said, okay, let me follow Todd Whitaker. Um, I see, I start following Todd Whitaker. He, he then is retweeting some other people. I said, let me follow Aaron Klein, let me follow, oh, who's Jimmy Casas? Let me follow him. You know, let me follow this guy. And, and I start seeing the content that's coming out. Yeah. From them. And mm -hmm. I started saying, I started, then I started saying, okay, favoriting things. Back then, it wasn't a heart. It was a star, you know. So it was a star. So then I'm just like, something I did before I went to the gym in the morning, I would just look at it for five minutes, look at it and say, oh, my God, that's something great. And then I'd share it with staff. So I was starting to get things that I could share with my staff, you know, and I was learning daily. I download articles from, from Twitter feed. I'd um, see great conversations. Then again, it, it gets to be a, a passion thing. You know, I start seeing this, these hashtags and this thing going on, um, these things going on at night. And I'm like, what the heck is that? I didn't know what it was, um, but they were called Twitter chats. At the time, I didn't know anything. I knew about Twitter a little bit. I was learning about it. I didn't know what a hashtag was. I didn't know any of that. 
So I'm just watching it. And then, then there's these things that come out that are cues and that look like questions. And then people would be answering with A's and those are the answers to these questions. <laughs> it, you know, all, all within this hashtag. Yeah. And I'm, I'm learning and, and, and seeing that. So um, long story short, um, I, I found a home for learning. I've learned more in five years um, on Twitter than I ever learned in college, that I ever learned from any books I read. And I read a lot of books uh, and uh, I learned more from, from the people. I've made great connections. Um, I, I learned a lot about social media and um, telling the story of your school. Um, uh, as you know, you know, I, I don't want anybody else telling the story of my school. So I, sh I share on Twitter, on Facebook, on social media, all different Instagram for some of you have high school, middle schools, you know, about my school every day. I'm in those classes. I'm tweeting pictures out. I'm sharing what's going on. Nobody can ever say, I don't know what's going on at that school. It's there every day. The content's there. I sh So again, I use social media for a lot of things. I use it for my own learning. I use it for sharing and I, and I use it to, to, um, talk, tell the story of my school all the time. Um, it, I, and if, and Jay, let me jump in. If you if you look at again the chapter of your books, right? Culture, expectations, enthusiasm, joy, community, celebrations, being connected, being those tweets are sharing all of those things. Uh, and then again, building relationships. You've built eighteen thousand relationships, celebrating the education and, and things in your schools. So uh, I give uh, I, I kudos to you, and, and that's a great story. It, it all started, it really all started with Twitter. I have to tell you, I, like, I wouldn't have a book if it wasn't for Twitter. I wouldn't have, um, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't call Dave Burgess a friend. I wouldn't call Beth Health a friend. I wouldn't call um, people across the country and the world. I, I, I talk to people in Australia and England, um, you know, all the time, you know, um, th that when they're in the United States, they come see me. They come to my school. They share with my kids. I have those opportunities because I'm connected yeah. um, to them. So, yeah, it, it has really um, it it changed my educational life. Uh, and uh, like I said, I have, you know, I I've, I've shared this with with other people. But to have thousands of minds um, to give you advice and and cheer you on and and um, help you. Um, is so much better than my own mind by itself, you know. And uh, you know, and I, I just put a, I'm, I'm doing a workshop on, on building a PLN this week at, at this conference, and I just put a tweet out today. Um, hey, PLN, you know, please tell me a story about why, you know, why PLN is so important. And I just, I just put it out just um, a little while ago. And I, I've got over 100 responses already. So people, people are out there and they want to share. And like I said, you take just like my book. You take the parts that work for you. You tweak the other parts, and you make you know, and you make you make it something better. You know, not everybody's me. Not everybody's going to be excited to put on this crazy hat, but people are going to be excited. People are excited to do good things for kids, and and so you find what works for you. Well, after them listening to you on this podcast, I think a lot of people are going to be uh, more passionate about doing that. Jay, we are approaching the end of the show here, uh, but we can't leave without the rapid fire portion. And okay. for me, people like you and I with that ADHD, it works. All right. Yes. So it's a, it's a quick answer. Uh, you get one pass in there, Jay. So if, if you, you're allowed to take a pass. Uh, your friend Susie Prof is watching here. So uh, if you don't know the answer, maybe she'll tweet it out. Okay. Um, here we go. You ready? Yes. Okay. Last book you read. I know you read a lot. Um, I just finished Learning Transformed last week by Scheninger and Murray. Okay. We just had Scheninger uh, here. I know uh, he presented for you guys uh, recently. Uh, last movie you saw? I took the kids to see Ant-Man and Wasp. I heard it was great. You you agree? Yes, I do. I, and I have not seen all the Marvel movies, but my son knows it, and he said it was really, really good, and I enjoyed it. Jay, I didn't get a chance to ask about your kids. We're going to take a break from Rapid Fire real quick. Samantha, Michael, Delaney, Logan, and, and Fallon. What do they think of all this? Dad writing a book and doing all these crazy things. Are they, what's their, what's their I, opinion? I, I, th I think they're pretty proud of me. They're, I, they're pretty proud of me, and, and they, know, they know exactly who I am. So, yeah, <laughs> all the crazy things they're used to, they're used to. So, yeah, and it's, it's fun. It's fun to have a, um, 
have them out there cheering me on. So, and like I said, uh, you know, my goal is to just be there, like my parents, just be there when they need me. So that's great. You wrote yeah. that in the book. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. Um, if we scroll through your iPhone, what type of music genre would we see? <laughs> I like everything. I believe it or not, I am. Give me I, the most played, Jay. This is rapid the, fire. The most most played. Oh man. Probably probably. 80s. It's a lot of 80s, 70s, and 80s stuff. Um, I was a big Genesis and uh, yeah, you know Phil Collins, Jimmy oh, yeah. Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. I saw Jimmy. I saw seen Jimmy Buffett probably 15 or 20 times in my life. So yeah, that's I go there when I have to. Fins up, baby. <laughs> yep. What is what is the biggest thing, Jay, that gets under your uh, skin as a principal? Wow, that's a that's a that's a good one. Um. When people outside of education um, try to tell you how to do your job or tell you what you should know, um, it goes for the testing. It goes for, um, you know, you have doctors telling you what you should do with kids in schools and things like that. And, yeah, that, that, that becomes very frustrating. I don't go to anybody else's work and tell them what to do. So. Jay, you mentioned so many things that you're passionate about and, uh, you know, wrestling, coaching, your kids, your school, you know. What is something that really motivates you when you see blank or you hear blank, you get charged up? Um, I again, I think it comes from sports. I am uh, motivated to the be be the very best I can be at whatever it is. I I will outwork, out hustle, out everybody um, because because that's what it took for me to to be good at what I did in in sports, and so. Um, it's just kind of I carry it through to what I do. If somebody challenge says I can't do something, then I'm just going to go and do it. I believe that, Jay. And talking to you here for 45 <laughs> minutes, I believe it. Last purchase under $100 that has had the greatest impact on your life. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Okay. Um, I could say books because I do. I buy a lot of books, and and they all of them I learn from. But I'm going to say uh, my running shoes. Okay, Susie yeah. Prof, marathon. What's your what's your race? Are you doing uh, sprints? Oh, yeah. you do oh, I I run. I am not a runner. I just <laughs> I, I do it to stay in shape. Yeah, I, I I've done a marathon. I, I could tell you a story about that. I I've done a marathon uh, way back, nineteen eighty something. I didn't train for it, um, but it was just one of those things that that uh, I was out late with some friends. And they said, you know, so and so is running tomorrow. You want to run the Marine Corps Marathon? I'm like, sure. Two o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. I decided to go run the Marine Corps Marathon, marathon the next morning, and I did it. And I, but again, something you know, bucket list. I wanted to do it. I did it. I don't need to do it anymore. And <laughs> Susie Prof likes to run like that. She sure does. <laughs> Three most important qualities of a leader. Um, that you can listen. Uh, that you have empathy, and that you're driven. Love it, Jay. Best thing about being an author? Wow. Um, something You have something that shows who you are. It shows who you are and what you're passionate about. Worst thing about being an author? Um, people make assumptions about about you i'm just i'm i'm a school principal who just likes to work i i'm nothing else than that but that you know i i'm a humble guy i try not to to be anything but like people a lot of people make assumptions that that you're a little more than that and you're not i'm not well you might have just answered the the next question but one of my favorite movies is the natural and i love the line when they says uh you know roy hobbs when i walk down the street i want people to say there goes roy hobbs the best there ever was yes. so when people see jay billy when when your students years from now uh see those hats and see you you know what do you want people to to think or, or say about you um that that i i i would love for people to say that i changed their lives and changed the way they thought about education um i i would love for people to say that he was passionate about what he did um, and um, that I gave it my all. Awesome. Short-term goal for Jay Billy, three to five months. 
get things rolling here in this new school. I'm I'm excited to get started. So that's a three to five months. Um, get things get things going and, and make it uh, make this a special place. Watch out, Ben Franklin School. Here he comes. That's right. Long term personal goal: three to five years. Um, long term personal goal: three to five years. Wow. Um, keep doing what I'm doing. I I I love what I do. I'm a lucky guy. I get to do what I love to do every single day. So I'm just going to keep doing that. And as I said, make this school the best school in the state of New Jersey. Yeah, I've been at my school 14 years, seven as an assistant principal, seven as principal, and it is 9.20 at night. I am juiced up. I, I feel like I could uh, you know, get, get going here. Uh, you've been terrific. Uh, I really appreciate it. Jay, uh, if people do want to connect with you, you know, where, where can they find you? Where can they find the book? Uh, again, Lead with Culture, What Really Matters in Our Schools. Here it is. Uh, Jay, Billy, Jay, where can they connect with you? Um, well, as you said before, on Twitter, J-A-Y-B-I-L-L-Y-2 on Twitter. Um, my, uh, you can contact me at Lawrence Township Public Schools, J, the letter J-B-I-L-L-Y at ltps.org. Or um, J, uh, J, the letter J-B-I-L-L-Y 455 uh, at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, and those, those are the simple ones, yep. And definitely go on Amazon, contact Jay about the book. Uh, I did happen to get a signed copy uh, from Jay himself, so I appreciate that. And he says, you know, he kept here, Do, keep doing what you're doing, making a difference every single day. Uh, I got that here in my book, Jay, and, and, and you wrote that. I appreciate that. Jay, I quoted uh, uh, something from the book here. Uh, I wrote here, for, you know, from your book, and we, we like to end with a quote. We must dream of a better and different world. To do this, we must create schools that aren't the same as 50 years ago. Uh, and you wrote that in the book, and I agree with you. And uh, that's not as easy as you say it. You know, that's that's yeah. a challenge. Yeah. Well, that and that's why we do what we do, though. You know what? Because guys like you and guys like me are uh, are trying to change things for for these kids. You know, they 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 have a different world to live in than we did. And uh, and I'm older than you, so um, you know I. Like I said, I I was a goofball when I was in school, but these kids have to be. You still you still are right. That's what people like. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. Yep. <laughs> Jay, uh, again, happy to talk about the book today. We're going to sign off here. Definitely going to follow your stuff. Good luck at your next presentation, and I know you'll knock the socks off on uh, opening day. I'm going to share my opening day presentation with you. I'd like to see yours. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, it's going to be um, it'll be all over Twitter. So you just watch. Cool. Everyone, this is Jay Billy. We're going to sign off here on Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. Uh, follow Jay on Twitter, at JayBilly2. And uh, I am at AndrewMarada21 on Twitter. Uh, this is Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. Go out and change the world, everyone. Jay Billy, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. All I was right. glad.